welcome to the rabbit hole that you've fallen in. And this rabbit hole, or wormhole, as you choose, takes you to a site called Fishing Without Bait, a lifetime without definitive expectations, where the only requirement for admittance is the honesty, open-mindedness, and willingness to try. If you're welcome nowhere else, you are welcome here. Well, good time, my friend, because it's always right here and it's always right now. And I'm always, for the moment, Jim Ellermeyer, a behavioral health therapist, and joined by my good friend, producer, and co-host of this show, Mr. Mike. So one of the things that you and I often talk about is our issues with procrastinations. And the title of this particular segment, this particular podcast, is Failure to Launch, which I'm sure many of our listeners can uh, resonate with. Mm-hmm. So when we think of failure to launch, what comes to your mind, Mike? More recently, uh, uh, SpaceX t- test flights. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Is one one thing. Of course, you know, the new the Elon Musk, the, the commercial uh, spacefaring agency, uh, but uh, they have a lot of... Uh, 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 they have a lot of test rockets that seem to explode in uh, takeoff or landing, but but they're meant to, to to figure out, you know, what to do next. Who doesn't have good ideas? Who doesn't have imagination? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very few people. However, this is usually where good ideas stay. Right there in the head. Right between your ears. Mm-hmm. And this is what I'm talking about, failure to launch. Mm-hmm. Okay? Mm-hmm. Because failure to launch often... Uh, is impeded by anxiety and being overwhelmed by what the next step would be. So one of the things that I'd like to point out to people is you never have enough time to do everything that you want to do. Hmm. You never have enough time. Uh, So sometimes what I'll say is at my office in East Liberty in Pittsburgh, I have a lot of books there, okay? And people will point out and they'll think, wow, you must be really smart because you've read all those books. And then I'll say to them, I'll say, you know what? I said, I have the shiny star syndrome. So every time that I see a book that, oh, boy, that book sounds great, I'll get it and put it in there. And I'll ask people, I'll say, I want to be perfectly honest with you about the number of books that I've actually read. (laughs) But it looks impressive. And you're actually making yourself feel good by buying those books. Absolutely. So how many times have you downloaded something or got something fully intending to look at it or use it? Oh, uh, book-wise alone, I have several stacked. Uh, Actually, you you may notice my stack of books over there, and I can tell you uh, the small handful that I've read of those (laughs) as well. So, no, absolutely stuff like that, you know, and and even uh, uh, I will grab that video game because it's on sale and then forgot that I bought it, Okay, you know, but... So... What happens is we look at something mm-hmm. and we find it's overwhelming. We find it fascinating, but we'll get around to it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So there was a movie critic by the name of, I believe his name was Alan Carr. And his thoughts on that were, you're not struggling to find a needle in a haystack. You're looking at a haystack full of needles. Oh. Okay. So that's what most people have in their life. And I think maybe a few podcasts ago, we talked about, Uh, the Stoic philosophy of using your time and not delaying your happiness. So Steve Jobs had an interesting way of not delaying his happiness or dealing with his own failure to launch. Every morning, Steve Jobs would get up, look in the mirror, and remind himself of his impending death. Wow. 
Really? Even when he wasn't ill, mm-hmm. when he didn't have that illness. Wake up every morning, he would look into the mirror and say the words and remind himself of his impending death. Do you think that might give him some a sense of urgency? Wow, that yeah, that puts a lot of weight uh, and, and, and a little bit of pressure on yourself to do things as well, right? Don't we need it? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 whatever, whatever kind of motivates you. Yes. So. so in the Buddhist world, death defines life. Mm-hmm. And I think you and I have often talked about this subject, and I'll repeat it to people, is that my perfect cemetery setting would be to walk into a cemetery and see all these stones, and the first line on every stone would say, no regrets. Mm-hmm. The mm-hmm. first line would say, no regrets. So getting back to the idea that we never have enough time to do everything you want to do, uh, what, what, what comes to your mind with that, Mike? I mean, obviously spending time with your family, right? Uh, you know, whether it's, you know, your, 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 your parents that, you know, you know aren't going to be around forever or grandparents if you're blessed to still have them, you know, just, just, just time with family is, is, is a major one I think a lot of people push by. Yes, a lot of people bypass that. Mm-hmm. I'll visit next week. I'll call tomorrow. Yes, I yes I haven't reached out to them in a while. Okay, so one of the things that we talk about is being curious and asking questions. Uh, and most people don't ask the questions because they're number one, they fear of looking stupid. Mm-hmm. They mm-hmm. fear of being humiliated. They fear of showing that they perhaps don't know what they're talking about, okay? And fear of failure, all those type of things. But, Mike, if you don't ask the question, the answer is always no. Mm -hmm. There was a woman by the name of Amy Haber, Amy Haber, that says that. If you don't ask, the answer is always no, isn't it? Okay. Gee, do you think... uh, do you think I'll be able to get that job? Well, if you don't ask, what will the answer be? Mm-hmm. The answer will be no. Mm-hmm. Do you think I'll be able to buy a new car? Well, if you don't ask, what's the answer? That's 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 the thing when you know I, I make ask for business and podcasts and stuff. It's like yeah, you know, there's always that that being afraid of the no, right? Uh-huh. But it's like, well, if I didn't put it out there, like how bad is no? So you and I have been attempting to reach out to the Catholic Pope. Mm-hmm. For an interview. Yep, we did. I did tag him in a tweet. We yes. did the, the the it is out there in the world. Yes, not just here on the podcast on other platforms. But if we haven't asked Pope Francis, the answer would be no, wouldn't it? Mm-hmm. It's always no mm-hmm. because we haven't asked. Okay. Absolutely. So what we're what we're talking about when we get back to this failure to launch is the lack of sense of urgency. Mm-hmm. So, tell me about some times in your life where the lack of a sense of urgency kept you from uh, kept you from getting ahead or asking or getting somewhere. Well, I'll give you an example out of my own life. A few years ago, my I I was the ringleader in this, mm-hmm. contacting my sister who lives outside of Denver, Colorado, my brother who lives in South Carolina. I thought it would be a wonderful idea for the three siblings for us to get together. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I, I made the plans to, uh, for everybody to meet in at my sister's in Colorado. So she agreed. My brother thought it was a wonderful idea. And my brother immediately 
within half an hour, booked a plane reservation, hmm. okay, which was at a very reasonable price. Me, being the failure to launch person, waited until about five days before our appointed time to make a plane reservation. And when I did, it was like four times the cost <laughs> that my brother had. Well, yeah, uh, that was at the moment beyond my means to do that. Mm -hmm. So my failure to launch, and my brother went and had a wonderful time with his wife. So my failure to launch prevented a very nice, uh, very nice outing, a very nice get together. And it was your idea. It was my idea. <laughs> so how many, how many ideas? And again, was it a good idea? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Where did it stay? Right there. Right there. Right there. Between my ears. That's a classic failure to launch. Absolutely. Failure to launch. So if I would have gone up that morning and maybe like Steve Jobs looked in the mirror and had a sense of my impending death, I think I might have might have been acting on that. <laughs> okay. Yep. So what are we preparing for? What are we waiting for? I it's it, one of the most frustrating things to me is when people say, I'm waiting for the right time to do that. Mm -hmm. I'll know when the time's right. When is the right time to uh, start a podcast? <laughs> what time is it always? Right now. That's correct. So the Chinese saying of the best time to plant a tree is 20 years ago. Mm -hmm. The second best time is? Right now. Right now. Yeah, Okay. absolutely. I mean, how many people are, you know, when you talk about what we do here with podcasting and everything is like, man, I wish I was on the ground floor of this when it started or, or, or something like that or whatever new thing. And you're like, well, you aren't, but you can get started now. You know, like you learn for the people that are there. Yes. Mm -hmm. So getting back to that, we, years and years ago, you and I launched a, uh, video mm -hmm. series. It's clear. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I remember those first, uh, things that we did were uh, quite uh, painful to look at. Uh, as <laughs> yeah, yeah. We certainly hadn't, uh, maybe you had, but I certainly hadn't uh, mastered my craft at all. Mm -hmm. It was uh, very rough. Uh, and however, uh, we persevered, didn't we? We absolutely did. We absolutely, with limitations, because I think we were using hardware that was on location and, you know, we could have used better hardware <laughs> at the time and everything. But, uh, but I mean, really it was, it was about, it was about getting, uh, the reps in, you know, but we didn't have fear, did we? No, we didn't. We, no, we went didn't. ahead and did it. So Bruce Lee said that failure is not the problem. It's aiming low. That's the issue. Mm. Aiming low. Actually, his words were aiming low is a crime. Really? Yes. Mm. It's not failure. It's the aiming low that is the crime that mm -hmm. prevents people. So uh, when we're looking to make a podcast or when you're looking to film, are you looking for something that's just going to be okay? No. No. I want it to be the best that it can be. Right. Yeah. Right. So... We often talk about expectations, and we often talk about, you and I talk about avoiding unreasonable expectations, but we often, we forget about talking about aiming low mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. when we have, we don't have any expectations. Mm -hmm. And you and I have often talked, Mike, about the conception of fishing without bait, 
was a lifetime without definitive expectations, not a lifetime of walking through the forest and just bumping into trees and not caring. <laughs> no, no, that, that you have you have expectations, but again, a malleable sense of it, right? Yes. Like yes. that that that's like, hey, I'd love to get to this place. Uh, uh, I'd love to get a star on the Walk of Fame, but uh, you know, becoming a, a YouTube star is a nice consolation prize. Yes, on your path yes. there. Uh, so we always want people to aim. So one of the concepts that we ask people to have is, I always encourage to have people keep their head in the clouds. Mm-hmm. However, mm-hmm. to keep their feet on the ground, mm-hmm. and that's a that's a nice 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 grounding technique to have as much imagination and creativity as you possibly can. We did a podcast a bazillion years ago about constructive daydreaming, did we not? Mm-hmm. Yes. So people will come to me and they have these wonderful thoughts, these wonderful ideas. And generally, I, I encourage and support uh, their constructive daydreaming. But then also I'll give them the dose of reality about keeping your feet on the ground. And mm-hmm. I'll ask them, well, tell me what you do to put gasoline in your car. Yeah, yeah. Like that needs to be the, the conversation along with it. It was like, hey, we're going to make this, this, and this. It's like, okay, but what are you going to do in the meantime before that becomes the thing that puts gas in the car and pays the rent, right? Like, how are you going to diversify that? What, what, what are those steps? You know, what are those paths? You know, what, what, you know, break that down. And like, okay, I want to be, you know, I feel, like, I, I feel like we keep using these superstar status kind of, kind of ideas, but it's, it's not even that, right? It's like, I just want to, uh, you know, a friend of ours is just like, I want to own a house. Right. Like a very uh, standard expectation in somebody's life is to at some point for a lot of people. Great unless, and, 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 you know, I know not as much for some other people uh, is to have, a, a, you know, what do I need to own a house? OK, I need to look at this. I need to make at least this much money. I need to start looking at what's going on with my credit report and all that kind of stuff. Like you start breaking that down. It's like, OK, what do I need to do to get to that point? Well, that's you know? certainly not fun. That's not fun at all. <laughs> that's But but it's uh. You need to, but it's that's the putting your feet on the ground, right? Is 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 figuring out the unfun parts to get to the fun part where I have my house with my man cave. That's that's <laughs> correct, right? So normally, if you and I would be sitting here and says, "Hey, uh, let's buy let's buy a house too, or let's buy a studio," yeah, and yeah. rather than get the fundamentals down, start at square one. We just get in a car and we start driving around looking for four sale signs. Yeah. Or four yeah. rent signs. Yeah. Yeah. Then you get there and you're like, and, and you talk to somebody and we're like, what do you mean I need to have money and credit in this stuff? Yes. Right? And you haven't even thought the first thing about it. But that is that is the process. We want to go right to the fun part. Yeah. We want to go to the right to the fun part of uh, having the, signing the paper and, you know, moving in. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's 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 wanting to be uh, the, the the singer songwriter without learning how to play a note. Uh, it, it's it's you know, you got it. The fundamentals that will get there. Yes. Know, and that's, take? The, that's not the glamorous part. It's no. like being on the safety committee at work. All right. 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 OK. So when we talk about failure launch and when I talk about therapy with people, I explained to them that the therapy process is incremental Mm -hmm. and the changes that occur, other people are going to see before you do. Right. So we're talking about rewarding ourselves in ways along the way that is beneficial and helpful for us and keeps us going. Absolutely. We all need something to look forward to and to celebrate, to celebrate goals. So I 
would suspect that. How do you reward yourself, Mike, when you when you're doing a longer type of editing process, which sometimes can take a considerable amount of time and be tedious? How do you reward yourself for uh, stages of progress that you make? Stages of progress in that case, yes. if I if I feel like I deserve it, it's a it's a drive over to the sheets. It's a, a walk across the street to get myself a taco. I guess it's usually food okay. based. <laughs> so, <laughs> so you use that as a reward. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So rather than get the taco first and then edit, <laughs> you do a certain amount of editing and then yeah, get the taco. Yeah, there's a point where it's like, wait, do I need the taco to edit because I need the energy? Or <laughs> But no, no, absolutely. Like there's a little bit of like, no, you did good. You deserve it. Go get yourself a Starbucks. You know, that like that's the dessert. That's the... That's the ice cream, you know, that's the little gold star at the end of the day. Okay. So sometimes when you're out to eat or generally when is dessert served? At the end. Okay. Afterwards. What do children want to eat first? Uh, the, the dessert and not their, not their green beans, right? Yes. So if you eat the dessert first, there's really no impetus for them to eat their dinner, is there? Yeah, yeah. And we were like, well, that peaked. <laughs> right. They're, they're, they're satisfied. They got what they wanted. Mm-hmm. And is there any impetus for them to go ahead? No. 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 So one of the things an emotional mind does is we want to reward ourselves first and then, yeah, gee, do we even want to go forward? <laughs> okay. So the idea is about this failure to launch. We have to set a definitive type of, we have to know, want to know where we're at and set the goal that, and the reward that we're going to achieve. Right. Okay. So... The failure to launch is, is an issue with most every people. And, you know, we've talked before about return on investment. And our hope is that we'd love to hear from everyone out there about their own methods of dealing with failure to launch. Just the same as we've been constantly, we're always open for, to hear recovery stories from everyone out there. So perhaps after the podcast is over, Mike, you can include the link and see where we're at. And perhaps some of you may have noticed that there is an addition uh, to my body, which is some uh, new ink that I just recently got. And for those of you who are interested in that, stay tuned on that. And at the Every Podcast, we offer a free prescription, fruits, nuts, and vegetables, unplug your television and take up fishing. And for a truly mindful experience, we suggest that you fish without bait. Do a kindness for yourself and do a kindness for another. Forgive yourself and forgive another. If you really want to change the world, the next person who comes to you in need, do a kindness for them. Till all are free, none are free. Namaste. Please check out our website at fishingwithoutbait.com where you can listen to the show, comment on our discussions, and find out where you can subscribe to our podcast. If you're interested in flying the colors of Fishing Without Bait, Click the shop icon on our website. We have clothing, mugs, cell phone cases, and so much more. Show the world that you fish without bait. This show is a member of the Sorgatron Media Podcast Network. Find out more at sorgatronmedia.com.